passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome to Believe in 76ers with your hosts, former 76ers point guard Eric Snow and two Sixers fanatics in Marcus and Tasia Dash. Believe in 76ers is presented by betonline.ag. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your sports betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. And who are you picking to win the World Series? I'm picking the Royals, but I don't think that's going to work out, but we'll see. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome to, back to Believe in 76ers podcast. I'm here with our guys, former port guard Eric Snow and my brother Tasia Dash. Fellas, how you guys doing? Doing good, yourself? Good, good. On to round two, baby. I'm feeling, I'm feeling great. <laughs> Cloud nine. Um... Okay, so th- there's a lot to get into, and Eric's on vacation in Hawaii right now, so we're going to get right to it and go to the uh, <laughs> topics for, for the uh, for the show, uh, and obviously a lot to cover here. Uh, so first topic uh, tonight, so after a long and hard-fought series with the Raptors, we finally closed them out. Um, a completely different team showed up uh, last night compared to what we saw in Game 4 and Game 5, uh, winning yesterday 132-97, to final score. Um what did you guys see differently uh, from our squ- from our guys in Game Six that we hadn't seen the last uh, two games? I think that uh, it was probably the first time that collectively um, guys, you know, made shots. You know, I think, and, and they kind of put those shots with getting stops, and then it just took over, and the better team won. So I think that we played our best game, of, you know, arguably our best game of the series. Um, but the way we put the ball in the basket, and then on top of that, getting stops and not, you know, taking better care of the ball and just playing a better all-around basketball game. Of course, the scoring really, you know, kind of outshines everything. But I think collectively it was a really good game, um, you know, for, for 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 our team. And it was probably like one of the best games for everybody that's, you know, that was a part of it. So I think that when you mesh like that and everybody's playing a really good game, um, we're hard to beat. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, a completely different team showed up in uh, Toronto last night. Um, we started boxing out one on offense and defense. That was nice to see a first quarter. Not so much. It was like, man, you guys are going to do this. Are you, they got, they hit so many threes from, from second and third chances, man. 
switching from zone to man to man really helped. It really threw them off their game. Uh, going back and forth just really flustered them. It cut down the open threes they were taking because they were making them all. Um, and beats are to establish really deep position. Got the ball in a painting a lot. Uh, James was ultra aggressive. Amazing to see. Oh, man. Um, Max, he started having that Dame range again. He was just – you could tell from the beginning he wanted those threes. He, he made the first one and missed a couple. And he was like, ah, what are you doing? And then he just poured it on. So, um, I also, I honestly think Toronto was due to start missing some shots too, man. They were really hot last couple of games. They were making a lot of open jumpers. They kept it in the first quarter, but I just don't think that was sustainable. Um, you could just tell they were gassed in the second half. They've been overcoming the loss of uh, Van Fleet offensively for sure. Um, and they just, they couldn't, they couldn't deal with it once we started extending the lead and, I mean, Eric, you, you know better than me, obviously, when when you're down, if you're down a series like that and Cancun's in the distance and, and you're down by 25 I mean, it, points, man. Like they'll they'll give it a, you know, that's why like on the on the winning end, if you just, you know, they're going to give you a good push. Keep punching um, them down. Man. If you just withstand that and kind of don't give up your lead, don't kind of give them that confidence that they can come back. Yeah, they'll, they'll wave that white flag pretty soon. Like it, it'll 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 happen, um, and that's what I think happened when we jumped on them in the third quarter. So it went, and then they kind of fought, and when they seen that dent wasn't really going, and then it's like, okay, fourth quarter, let's go, man. You know, cut it before the first six minutes and all that. As soon as that died down, they like, well, let's start making plans. And Paul Reed played great too, by the way. Uh, the non MB minutes were really good. Um, the series and uh, maybe. Maybe lobbied to get more minutes going into the Miami series. Who knows how Doc sees the I mean, it's, it's you know, Bam. Bam is really good. He's not a big guy, um, you know, yeah. like like Joel, but he's really good. So it'll be interesting to see how um, Doc and his staff kind of plays it. Yep. Eric, yeah, uh, I know we we didn't we didn't get a chance to talk about the thumb injury, um, but just from well, I saw some pundits uh, today saying that you know from game four and five, it seemed like. He, the, the thumb injury was kind of in his head, in, in Embiid's head, a lot of that. And then yesterday, you didn't see him looking at his thumb throughout the game. He was kind of just playing with it. Does that pain? I mean, I, I know you never had this exact injury. You, you had a broken thumb in your in your left hand. But, I mean, is that something you just get used to with a torn ligament in your thumb? I don't think you get used to it, but I think it's, a, it's probably a pointed effort to not to, to stop bringing attention to it. Um. I can see them saying that or him be like, like you can't just complain about your hand like each play because they're going to see that. They're going to attack that. Yep. So, but I don't think the pain is going anywhere. I mean, he, he, he could have addressed it um, before games, but I, I just think that I still think it was a point of effort to kind of like, you know, just, you know, we don't have to bring attention. Everybody knows it's there. We don't have to keep bringing attention to it because that's also alerting the other team. Is part of is part of it too? Um, maybe the sling, getting used to the actual thing, because on your hand when you're shooting, that's gotta feel weird. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, anything on my when I handled the ball or anything on my hands was different. So you had to practice with it. Um, yeah, you eventually would get accustomed to playing with it, but it's never better than not having anything on. It. Yeah, he, he seemed a lot more comfortable this game. Just you could tell letting the ball go, even like coming off his hand, it looked better. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought before he shot it fairly well. I, I just think it's just contact. I mean, and, you know, the next series they're going to attack it, um, yeah. and they're going to attack it with <laughs> with a force. So mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. But I do think that he's able to shoot the ball. I don't think that bothers him. 
I think it's just all contact or kind of pushing somebody or someone kind of putting it in a situation where it's kind of flexed out or out of position. It's natural position, but I, I don't think like shooting and things like that affects it. Yeah. Yeah. Before we go to the, the next topic, I did want to just ask about uh, Harden's uh, aggression in the first quarter yeah. of the game uh, last night. What did you think about his play that was different from the, the, the rest of the series? I mean, that's what I've always said about James. I've said it before. Um, being aggressive isn't always shooting. He only took 12 shots. And everybody talk about, you know, before he took 12 shots, they say it's not enough. Mm-hmm. Now he takes 12 shots and it is enough. So it's just about being aggressive. But being aggressive, like I said, isn't always shooting the ball. Being aggressive, attacking the basket, getting to the line, getting other people easy baskets, pushing the ball in transition, getting open looks for us. There's So so that's what he was doing. He, and he did it from the beginning. So we just need an aggressive James Harden. I don't think we need an aggressive James Harden to shoot 20-some, 30 shots. But like I said, there will be a game or two where he has to take, be aggressive and shoot more. Um, but I just think that if he's aggressive and he keeps taking good shots and take care of the basketball, it's going to help him, which ultimately helps us a great deal. Watching that right next to the NFL draft, seeing us kind of blow out the Raptors in the third end of the third quarter, it was like it was nice. I could watch the draft in comfort and not have to uh, worry about anything. <laughs> oh man, I know. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, next topic. Um, as much as we wanted to finish the series off in a sweep, which it was, it looked like it was heading that way. You know, we had to overcome adversity, and I guess the question is, you know, talking about Doc's three-one collapses—that was kind of a focal point that happened yeah. this week that everyone was talking about. Uh, but mixed with the adversity we had to overcome in these last few games to to win the series, was that good? Kind of experiencing that in the first round before going uh, to the second round, Eric. Um, I would say I would you know like to think. Yes, it would, but I was, but I would also say no. Um, and the reason I would say no is because I think the rest could have helped. Could have helped. Um, so you 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 got a situation where you 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 have a couple, few more days to rest your bodies, and now we're just capable of it. You know, we're gonna play this again this weekend. Like I don't, you know, I haven't talked about the schedule yet, but I'm just saying, like you could have had some breaks in there. Where you could have got your body healed. You could have got. So make some adjustments or whatever you need to do, uh, mental mental break. So I think that that would be be better than playing flying all the way to Toronto and then getting another game and getting more experience. Where we with the team that we have, that should be something that we feel we need mm-hmm. is is another game to kind of like. I think we got to be past that. Yes, Asia, what did you think about the whole everything that went in this week with the whole doc stuff and everything? I was thinking about that. I was like, if we swept, but no, MB hurt his hand in the game winning game, right? The one he hit the game winner on. Okay, so it's not like we'd be swept him. He wouldn't have got a hurt hand hurt because that would have been obvious. Like, yeah, sweep and no, no thumb injury. I'll take that in the day of the week. Um, I mean, yeah, you want to play less games and, you know, you, you don't want to have a team come back from 03, obviously, but I do think it was good for them. Um, you like to avoid injuries, but facing a team down from 03 and then even though everyone woke up in the morning and they weren't surprised at all that we killed them, even though most people, including Eric and I, had seven games. Most people had seven games or six games, but I didn't see anyone with five, really, or anything less than that. Um, and some people we've had Toronto winning. And people all of a sudden today expected us to kill them the entire time. Yeah. It was a 4-5. It wasn't a 1-8. Like, why? Did, I mean, no one expected that. Go back to most of these people's predictions, and it wasn't 
it wasn't anything less than six or seven. So I'm, I love walking away from, I don't like having them win two, but I love walking away from the series with the, you guys had your dreams starting to come to fruition and we, and we stamped and we stamped it hard. I think it showed character to come out and dominate them in Toronto and forget about the series. No one expected us to win that game going into it. Everyone's like, Oh, well forget about it. Get ready for Philly in game seven. Cause game six in Toronto, that crowd's going to be rocking. Uh, they, they have so much confidence now. Nurses coaching great. They're better without Van Fleet. Everything was going in their favor. And then all of a sudden when we blow them out by 35, Everyone's like, well, you're supposed to do that. that. That's your job. You're the better team. You have the stars. I mean, I, I think it, it benefited us because of the way we looked in game five. I think other than that, you know, you know, you don't want to if we play the way we played in game five and we win the game, you sort of like mm, nah. like that feeling. So I think it, from that standpoint, it was a benefit because you kind of almost washed away that game five. A little bit because I think it's still there because it was a home game that you didn't close out. Um, yeah. you know, I've, I've been a part of having a 3 1 lead and then going into game five and losing. I believe I did it twice in my career. Um, and both times we won game six on the road. Um, so that's so that I think was important that losing game five and not letting it extend to game seven <sighs> was crucial. That I do was crucial, but I don't think it was needed for us to kind of find out where we are. I think we got to be bigger and better than that. Every series in the Eastern Conference didn't go past five games, except ours. So <laughs> we got to get to the point where I don't think those teams wish they had some kind of experience where they were tested or they feel like we need to get rid of this first round team and move on to the second round. Like we can't be talking about championship and then talk about we. We should be happy that we, you know, the series in the first round against a injured Toronto is good for us. How's that good for us? Is we talking about winning the championship? That's not good. Yeah. So that's how I kind of say I don't, I don't really look at it like that experience was good. I just think it wasn't necessary. It was good for them individually too. I feel. I feel like everyone was starting uh, the, the the mounting chance of oh Harden's washed. Oh Doc's. Really, yes. proving he's a choker, and Bede's proving he's not up for the playoffs every year now. He can't beat Toronto, yeah. so it was good for them I, to I get, get that off their backs and be like, you know what? That's bullshit. Uh, we're better than that. We just showed it. We didn't just squeak by this series when we. Yes. I don't. I get you. I don't like the whole. Oh, you want to see me play? Fine, I'll play hard, and then you kill them. I don't like that because you can't do that against Miami. You got to show up. For yeah, I, that's 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 because because that's what I'm saying is like. Um, game one in, in the second round, all the other stuff before is irrelevant. So mm -hmm. that game that we just had, yes, it'll be great if it's game two. But if we, I mean, game one of the next round, but if we go to game one of the next round and we in and, and our game five versus Toronto show up, all is forgotten. Yep. What, what I, did uh... you what did you make of the docs? Um, because he got called out by a lot of people in the media for his uh, response. Uh, did, did you end up uh, getting a chance to see that doc's response when they were asking him about his tweet when <laughs> it collapses? Yeah, I mean, I think in, in so many words, doc is saying, um, I think I've done a lot more in this league than for you to just keep pointing to that. <laughs> he was quick, he was quick with those. Records. I think, I mean, in so many words, he, he didn't say it, but I think he's pretty much saying, like, you know, I've did a lot more than you know. People want to point at this, you know. It's, I mean, everybody, you know, everybody. You can you can go pick 
certain parts of uh, tons of people's career and say you're this guy and what what percentage of those series now they're they're huge situations but what amount of those particular instances are really about his legacy because doc was a player too so his legacy isn't just coaching yep it's true um so I believe he's become a Hall of Fame. I believe he goes in the Hall of Fame primarily because of coaching. Mm. Um, but you know, I just I just think that when people always you know short people's career, I, I, I like I like. But Doc said it. I do believe the one in with the Clippers was the one that everybody was like, "Yo, that's on you." But the point that he made, I actually was had that conversation with my my young, my older boys when. It happened. And one of, one of my good friends, I think it would have been different. I do not think they would have beat them twice in L.A. if it was home and home. You know what I'm saying? They would have had to beat them game five and seven. Mm -hmm. I personally didn't think that would have happened. But, you know, some people say, well, he, he did something before. It could have happened. I'm just saying I don't think it would have happened with the team that they had. Um, but. In that bubble, I mean, Miami made it to the finals. Nobody expected that. They beat Milwaukee. Then we yep. see what Milwaukee did the, the next year. <laughs> so yeah, but we see what Milwaukee did to Miami the next year. Yeah. It's funny that people are using the, the bubble as a way to um, forget about people's good things and bad things. You know. Yeah. So I just think that think Doc was pretty much saying, I think I've done a lot more than. Um, this whatever mark you guys call in my career and he's right i think he has but you know that's that's what we are as a society we we gonna pick what's what's your your failures more than your mm -hmm. success mm -hmm. i don't think it's cool i also think it's bullshit how people are like i can't believe he had all these examples from his career dude you, you call someone a choke artist for a few <laughs> years now they're going to have a response built up. He probably has a dinner table like you are with your, your boys talking about it all the time. Like, you know what? That's bullshit because this, 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 this happened. Yeah. He's ready for that. He knows all that stuff. Why is yeah. it so surprising? I don't get why people are like, oh, man, I can't believe you said that. Like, well, why? He can't defend himself? The facts? Yeah. And, and I think the, the worst part about the whole doc thing is that even people who are casual NBA fans, it's been yeah. this whole thing's been such like a brought up. By everyone that like casual NBA fans who don't really know much, they just know. Yeah, it's been, it, it was tons of memes about it yeah. <laughs> because we were when we were up three zero, people were making the memes like, "Oh, they three up three zero. No teams ever came back from three zero, and they got Doc's face on there, like making it seem like hey, it's possible." Like people <laughs> make fun and jokes from it from the beginning. Yeah. So um, we weren't even in game. We were going into game six, but like like you said, Tasia, everybody, no one, not many people expected us to win. So yeah, they were already yeah. looking ahead, like, okay, well, what are you gonna do in game seven? Because they ain't win, they're not winning this one. Oh man, people had Ben Simmons slash Harden memes about how uh, both teams are ending up the same way, both teams are having a terrible time afterwards. Like, what, dude? Man, just people, you know, people will will find the way to make it the the whatever it is fit their narrative if they want in the end. That's as simple as that. Yeah. Well, we got it. We got a game. We got a series to look forward to now. And uh, Nets fans and Simmons, they can they have they have a lot of other things to worry about. So uh, we're gonna go to our, our final topic tonight with our predictions. So we got a slugfest of a series coming up here against the Miami Heat. Uh, starting with Game One on Monday, um, seven o'clock 
on TNT, I believe. Um, so let's start off with our game one predictions. Uh, Sixers are a four and a half point underdog at Miami on Monday. Who do you guys have in that one and why? I'm saying we're going in there. We're going to win it. Um, I think we're going to win this first one. I think that we're going to come in and we're going to play our first game where we're not supposed to win. And I think we're going to go down there and we're going to win. We're going, And I think they did an excellent job with um, defending Trey Young and that team. But I think um, Joel is going to put some pressure on Bam and, and make him need help. Um, and I think when you can – and I think we'll knock down the shots, but I think that we'll, we'll play better. I, I think we're a better team. I personally do. Um, even though Miami's played extremely well, they play hard, they're disciplined, they defend. Um, I still think that we're the better basketball team now. We just got to go out and show it. But I think we go into game one and and get that victory uh, is what I'm saying. I think that, you know, like I said, it's, we're not supposed to go. We go down there and steal that one game and and see what happens. I think we're, I think we're so good when um... – when it's stacked against us, like just that Toronto game, for instance, I think they, I think Embiid thrives off being questioned. I think Doc uh, zeroes in a little more when he's being questioned. I think Harden plays harder. That dunk from Harden was just like, I'm not done. I can still dunk. Um, I think, yeah, I think Miami game one is going to be a surprise uh, type game where we kind of feed off of the last game's momentum and we come in with the same type of um, just assertiveness and aggression and, um, yeah, I think we I think we do win game one. Um, I think we lose game two, but yeah, it's different. We'll, we'll tackle that then. But yeah, I, I think uh, I also think we don't even know what's. No one's even talking about. It, but is Lowry going to play? I mean, I haven't heard any updates on yeah, that. That's that's the key too. Dude. Like, yeah. is, you know, I believe Jimmy's going to play. Um, but Kyle, I mean, if he does play, is he going to be right? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that that's still a question mark. I mean, a huge question he, mark. Yeah, because I think that that's um someone that um can give us trouble, you know, and then I think that death, and I think that if you take that away, um, you know, it's some exposure that can come from that. Yeah. And I think we were watching the um, uh, Chuck, Kenny and, and Jack on TNT, and they were talking about how Pat Riley in his past didn't like doubling. And um, they don't know if Spolster is going to follow the same yeah. suit, but they're assuming he is. So they think, yeah, I mean, they think Bam's going to be put on an island with Embiid and just be try to stop him. Yeah, I mean, but I, I don't – I mean, they – you know, they – yeah, I I, th- I, I I, do think they're going to double. Like, he doesn't like doubling, but if you look at how they defended Trey Young to a certain instance, they doubled him. Mm-hmm, that's true. Um, Flash double. You know, they, they kind of – depend. it kind of depends on who was defending them. They switched. They zoned up. Um, uh, you'll have a lot of shrinking the court, zoning up, and that's why it's going to be very important um, to make shots. But the thing about Miami is they're more selective as far as doubling, like a selective double, meaning they're going to double and they're going to dis- they're going to make us, you know, take the shot. Whoever they want to take the shot is who is is who they're going to be selective double teaming. So it's not just a random double. It's going to be okay. We're doubling off of this guy. And we're not going to rotate to him, or yeah. we're going to double from the top, but we're going to let the, the the guy that goes and double the ball. He's going to always rotate to whoever we want to shoot. We'll get a late closeout, let him shoot, cut off all the other lanes. So that's how you got to make an adjustment. If that guy isn't making shots, or that guy needs to cut, 
and get a layup because they'll defend a guy that's making the layup, but maybe not a guy that's taking the three. So it's different things that you got to do to combat that. But I, I, I expect that they double Joel because they don't want Bam to get in foul trouble. He's too important to their team. It's just how they're going to go about doing it. Um, it's, it's, it's different. Like back in the day when teams had a, a good player, not only would you double team that guy, but you would double team the point guard or the guy bringing the ball up the court to get them out of that set. So now they got to scramble and get out of that set. And now they're always playing with the shot clock running down. That changes things. Mm-hmm. So especially if it's a post player, uh, more so than a perimeter player. I think playing Toronto is good practice too, because Toronto's so deep. They're so long. And they have a lot of capable scorers. I know Jimmy's been putting it on his back for the for this uh, the Atlanta series, which is probably why he has the knee lingering yeah. knee uh, issues because he's not used to carrying that kind of load like he used to. Um, but I, I think it's it was good. It was a good team to play in the first round. They have a lot of capable scorers, yeah. a lot of length. Um, um, they, can, they they the coaching is pretty on point. Like Nurse and Spolster, I think both good coaches. Um, but yeah, I think they will be a lot more strategic on as far as how they, it won't just be a blanket. Yeah, I mean yeah, because it, double, against, double, double, you know, against against Atlanta, they switched a lot also. Um, so I'm I'm not sure that they're gonna switch all those smaller guys on Joel like that, like they did with the bigs from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I just don't see that. That's um, what they were saying too. They're, they're probably gonna let, allow him to switch, and that's gonna be bad because. You're gonna have yeah. Max Struess on Embiid on the block, and that's yeah, not. I, I don't see that happening because one, it kind of depends on who they're gonna put on James. Um, and then you got you know because you I still got you still got Maxi and you got Tobias, so you know who you gonna put on those guys? I mean, you gonna put PJ Tucker on James like who? So you can switch with Joel. Yeah, I think you know Struce started in place of Tucker, right? Last couple of games. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, but you're not going to start Struce on James. So, mm-hmm. so now you're down to who? Uh, Gabe Vincent or Kyle or you know whomever. Duncan mm-hmm. Robinson won't start anymore. Like, like who? Who are you going to put on them? Yeah. Yeah. I think depth will be a big one this series too. I think uh-huh. they. they if they're gonna, they're, they might win a game or two just based off of how their bench outplays our bench. We need like, yeah, their bench is their bench is crucial, especially with hero and stuff like that. But yeah. I do think we pose a matchup problem for them, mm-hmm. mainly because of Joel. I just, I just, you know, their their best lineup obviously is with Bam in the game. They got Deadman, and but they're not gonna if they stretch in Deadman. I think that's helping us if they're if you that's less time you got Bam on the on the court. True, because um, he's the you know he's the starter. He's the better player. Um, so I I just I just can't see them playing Joel straight up. I just just can't see it. I think Joel got to take that personal. They might try. He get, yeah, they, <laughs> he just got to take that personal and go down and get on that block. And we got to throw him the ball because we got with situation where they he's wide open, got guys buried, and we don't throw the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I think I'm, I'm hearing. I think I know where this is going. But um, uh, for the final predictions, the, the series uh, predictions, um, who do you guys have, and in, in, uh, in how many games? Sixers in six. We close it out at home. <laughs> you had us going seven against Toronto, but six against Miami, huh? <laughs> yes. 
Wow. And the reason, yes, yes. I'm one. I was one game away. No, no, no you were Fred, close. And Fred VanVleet got injured. Yeah. And it was no, That's it true. was no, and it was no secret that Toronto gave us issues during the regular season. Yeah. That's true, but I think the record <laughs> was better without him against us than with him, though. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you just never know. I just, I felt it was a week. You know, you have that series, like, 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 you just never know with matchups and stuff like that. Like, I, I just think that <clears throat> I, I, I can remember when I believe my last year playing actively. Um, the Celtics, when, when they won the championship, I think in two, 2008, the first two rounds of that playoffs, they went to seven, and they never went seven again. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. it's different. They played the Hawks, and they went seven. They played us with the Cavs and went seven, and I believe the rest of the series were either five or six. Wow. Doc's different, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, so you just – it's about matchups, but um, you know you get a you get a game down there. I, I believe that if we can win one of those, you know, hopefully game one, we one or two, and, and win our home games, I think we we end it at home. Yeah, do it early before uh, James hits up every single Miami strip club along the way. Hey, he got all season; he can hit it on up then all he wants. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. He got a long off season; he can hit him up. Pat, um, who do you have for your picks? I, I have I have us in seven. Uh, I just think there are – I think there are fighters, and I think we, we're so inconsistent. I, I, I still think we're going to give a game up that we should win. We should have won. I think we're going to look back and be like, we should have won that, we should have won that one. So I think we're going to give up. We're not going to sustain this Toronto game six level of play um, the entire series, and it's hard to do that anyway. But um, – I think with Lowry's injury going into it, uh, I think with Butler's knee going into it, and you're going about to rely on him to score 40 points, 35 points a game, I just don't think that. And we cooked Hero last time we played against them. We found that out to be a major weakness. That was like a J.J. Redick defensive weakness we found. Uh, so I think that's going to be something we definitely try to target with him on the floor. Um, I just think they have, they have they have bigger questions we do we do as far as sustainability with injuries because, you know, yeah, Joel's got his thumb, but that's not like a lower body thing where he's, you know, having to deal with swelling popping up every day. He knows what he's got there, and that's not going to get much worse, according to doctors. So I think, but with his – Jimmy Butler's knee kept him out of a game. Like, that, that's that's a big deal. Keeping at a playoff game, I mean, it just goes to show you, I guess they didn't take Atlanta that seriously. They beat him anyway, so maybe they were right. But I think that's a big deal to, to sit out a game because of knee inflammation. That's not going to get much better – playing against a tough team in us because if he has to guard Harden, if he draws Harden in that series, that's that's a lot of running around, man. That's a lot of running around for him. I uh, I think I agree with Eric. Eric's so emphatic with the Sixers and Six. I'm going to have to agree with uh, with Eric on that one. <laughs> um se- season series though, we were 3 and 1 with Toronto. Um they had three wins over one uh, with Miami, we were 2 and 2. So, it's obviously there's something close with with with, uh, with Miami there, so um, zero with Harden, right? Yeah, zero with Harden playing. Zero with Harden, and then um, there's always guys missing games. Like they, I think they killed us one time when all their backups are in, like Struess yeah. and Vincent. Yeah, that's weird. Kind of like Toronto, too, though. Toronto was always missing somebody when they played us in the regular season. Yeah. yeah. They still yeah. beat us. 
Yeah, no, right. So it, it's going to be a dog fight of a series. Uh, I hope it is six games. I, I don't want to do a seven, a seven game or like a lot of people predict, but actually a lot of people are predicting Miami in five. Uh, Stephen A. Smith said it earlier. Um, he got a, but, Stephen got to say, he, uh, he'd been talking that we, we didn't have a chance. So how could he now pick anything more than that? It's true. <laughs> and a month ago, everyone was laughing at Miami for being a disaster when they were fighting on the floor. And now all of a sudden they're the strongest, best, uh, so solid, so consistent team in the league now. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like a lot of the opponents just want Miami to go as far as possible because they want to be able to do finals coverage in Miami, which I, you know, of course. I, I don't blame them. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame them. But all right, fellas, that does it for us. Thanks for tuning in to Believe in 76ers presented by Bet Online. We'll see you guys next week as we uh, recap game one and uh, preview the future games. So, guys, Eric, I hope you have a lovely rest of your vacation, man. Go ahead. We appreciate it. Take it easy. There, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.